People are stupid, including us. A California woman and a British woman decided it was in their best interest to start a podcast about random shit. This is a result of that. That didn't make much sense, but I'm going to carry on going. Melanie, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> I got louder and louder as I was doing that as well. I wonder if people will pick that up. It escalated. I liked it. It was like a sense of urgency because I desperately wanted to finish doing the intro. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm waking up. I put on makeup for the first time before doing the podcast in a long time. So I feel pretty. Oh, good. I've just got out of the shower myself. We were just talking about my tight, tight skin. And... Um... <laughs> so tight, you guys. So tight. So tight. I was recommending face peel, face masks for her. Yeah, we had a proper girl conversation before this. Um, I'm drinking coffee. Um, so if you every so often hear, Ooh, that's what that is. That was good. <laughs> Thanks. That was that was almost like one of those uh, the sound clips that they just have on on a button. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Uh, that is actually a massive compliment. There's a film called. Uh, Bavarian Sound Studio. Have you ever heard it? It sounds so familiar. It's got Toby Jones in it, and it's he's basically a sound engineer for really, really fucking bad Spanish horror films. Yeah, nice. And it's showing him how how showing you sort of how they make all the gross sounds in these horrible horror movies. And ever since I saw that movie, I've been like fascinated with those sorts of things. And um, I think I was watching like good documentary about how like live plays on the radio how they have sound people with loads of props yeah. and they have to try to time them at the right time but they don't do that anymore because they're pre-recorded so that like sippy coffee thing will have just been a button but like back mm-hmm. in the day it would have been literally someone with a microphone going <laughs> and hoping it sounded all right <laughs> yeah no i used to be obsessed with the 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 guys who would like take shoes and place them into sandboxes so you had yeah. that very specific sound. Yeah. Yeah. I love it too because when you watch a film back and you realize quite how much of the sound is added later. Yeah, exactly. It's, kind of art. it's amazing. Exactly. Well, I know, because I know your dad and I know your dad's industry sort of people and they've played us movies that aren't finished. So it's not had all the sound editing done and mm-hmm. other people we know showed us you know rough cuts and you can see rough cuts on dvds now and stuff as well where you go oh my god all the sound is pretty much added edit uh, afterwards yeah yeah exactly the audio that's coming through is the um uh dialogue yeah it's, it's just like assumptions of sound at that point mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's really really off-putting actually <laughs> okay, and you now- can tell a badly sound edited film a mile away yeah Anyway, what the hell are we talking about? What's I don't know, but it felt really good. <laughs> good. I felt like I knew something, so I just carried on going. <laughs> uh, right. So the first thing we usually do is, are we gonna call it the thing? Um. Yeah. For what? At least one more week, we'll call it the thing. Okay. My sister came up with some ideas, but uh, we'll we'll discuss it off off the uh, off the air. Okay. And we can but always you- put it to a vote as well, which will be cool. Oh, yeah. I like those. Yeah, just a little poll. Just a little poll. I just want to thank, so far, like, six people for their reviews. Thank you, six people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
at the moment there's six, but obviously when this goes out, I'm, I'm going to try to try to work this out more frequently so I don't make more mistakes. But by the time this goes out, hopefully there'll be more and we'll be announcing the competition next week. The competition winner. Yeah, next- we're probably just on social media because yeah, I don't I just, trust our timing. No, <laughs> no. This whole week delay thing, just week in loo or whatever, it just is not working. I was editing earlier in the week and I thought why am I going on about this competition it's over when this comes out oh my god yeah um, okay so do you have anything for the thing um no because you can just say do you have a thing do you have a thing yeah Yeah. I do like the thing I think it feels good it's uh it's non it's it's not um implying anything yeah exactly completely vague yeah exactly exactly do you got a Um, thing I don't particularly have a thing. Um, I just got word that me and my family might actually be spending Christmas Eve at Disneyland. <gasps> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't like Christmas, like almost to the point where I could almost say I hate Christmas. But the uh-huh. thought of Christmas Eve at Disneyland, because I also equally don't like Disneyland because I'm not a schmaltzy person, but everything about that sounds amazing and magical and might yeah. actually be something that, okay, this is just enough cheer and goodwill for me to be happy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't think it would be possible to not be, to be at Disneyland during Christmas Eve and be like, yeah, this is super lame. No, no it's fucking Christmas Eve at Disneyland. It would take a special type of Scrooge. I mean, I'd give it a good go. <laughs> But wow, that's amazing. How great. What, what what wonderful memories that'll be for your kids as well. Exactly. Exactly. And and it particularly comes at a time when I'm I'm really worried about money. So I'm I'm in a terrible headspace in a lot of ways, but we got that. So, you know, that's that's just really, really exciting. And uh, my boyfriend's mom put that through a hotel, everything. We spent the twenty third and twenty fourth out in Disneyland, and that's kind of awesome. That I like literally want to like. I'm so happy for you. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there, Danielle here. Sorry for another weird edit, but I've learned how to do this, and I'm getting carried away with it now. Anyway, I'm just letting you know that I edit out my thing here because I've revealed far too much information about my personal life in my thing this week, so I've decided to edit it out. To our loyal listeners, if you want to know what I talked about. Maybe in the future I might put it behind a paywall or something like that for bonus material, but I highly doubt it. It's very embarrassing and very telling of me. So I've decided that uh, it doesn't have to go in the podcast. I don't need to further my mortification. So instead, I've edited this in so that you can have at least some small explanation as to why there's a strange edit, and also so that I can uh, lead us in a breath that also got edited out. So are you ready? And one, two, three. Well, it doesn't feel quite right without Melanie, but it's better than me being really embarrassed by what I talk about in my thing. So anyway, now we're going to start the podcast proper. Thanks, guys. Right. So I suppose we should get started. Let's just dive into this. I don't have any updates, do you? I watched um, Hail Satan, which was about the te- Satanic Temple. Oh, how was it? Was it? Documentary. It was really good, actually. Nice. It made me want to be a Satanist. 
I mean, our right? episode already did, but um, the Satanic Temple are like awesome people. Like, I love yeah. them. And there's this like one adorable guy with a dicky bow that I just want to squeeze. So, a Satanist in a dicky bow is just like the sweetest thing in the world. I know it is just, and he's like the kind of person that I think he's from like Carolina. Oh God, he's adorable. Nice. <laughs> too bad he's like you know very gay and very much on the other side of the world to me but i do still want to give him a squeeze yeah yeah absolutely. um but he, uh yeah so i highly recommend hell satan i think it's very sympathetic to the satanists but i think that that's fair enough because no one else is going to be sympathetic to them yeah so having a documentary made probably by a friend or by someone that is sympathetic to them is the only way they're going to get their side of the story out without people screaming that they're evil, horrible people. That's my only update, is that the update to the Satanist episode is that Satanists are cool, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I like the Satanic Temple. Yeah, they're good. They, they do some really, actually really good stuff. Yeah. All right, Melanie, oh. what are we doing today? So today our topic is Florida Man. What is Florida Man? Is he a superhero? Is he a psychopath? Is he a cryptid like Bigfoot or Mothman? Somehow none of these, and yet all of these. So Florida Man is technically a meme based on the premise that people in Florida are just completely insane and hilarious. Headlines that begin with Florida Man, such as the most recent as of yesterday, which was November 16th, 2019. Florida Man driving with beer in hand blames the wind for blowing cocaine into his car. Articles like this are the namesake of this American folk hero. So this mythological madman is the summation of all the bizarre crimes taken place in Florida, and it's easy to assume that Florida in itself is the capital of all weird, gross, creepy freaks of the U.S. Hell, pretty much everyone in America believes this to be true. But is it? Well, it's true that Florida is definitely special, with a capital S and very enthusiastic quotation marks, there are a few reasons for this. I'm going to drop some fun Florida facts on you so we can get a sense of why Florida man is a thing. Let's start with <laughs> one of the best tourism slogans for Florida, <clears throat> which was put in place in the late 1970s, early 1980s. Florida, rules are different here. Mm -hmm. The slogans have changed since then, but it never stopped feeling like the perfect line. Florida has always been the last stop on anyone's path. Retiring? Florida. You on the run from the law? Florida. Break up, bad breakup and nothing to live for in Kansas? Florida. Not sure why we all collectively just make Florida the place we would escape to if we absolutely had to escape, but it's true. Most of us do. Mexico or Florida. That's where we will die on the lamb. So I don't know whether this is something that we knew or not, but I thought this was interesting that Al Capone successfully ran from the law, retired, and died in Florida. So even when the state tried to ban him from taking up residence, the mayor let him stay and his own personal uh, a real estate firm set him up in the house that he lived and died in. So that really sort of feels like the root to our belief that Florida is the place where we can go when we need to escape. Okay. Fun fact. Florida also ranked number two in the highest number of registered guns and fun gun laws like Stand Your Ground all of which giving every Floridian the feeling that carrying a weapon and shooting anyone that spooks you is totally cool. What, uh, what makes Florida a little bit extra special when it comes to the gun laws is not only do they have... Da, 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 
there's there's this idea in Florida that guns kind of solve all their problems. Not only will it help protect them from other humans, but they got gators up in there. They got pythons up in there and in like alarming numbers. Hundreds of wild boars. <laughs> wild boars. <laughs> So gators in your home, shoot it. Bears invading the streets because people have moved into their territory, shoot them. Pythons take over the Everglades and eat all the indigenous creatures, shoot them all. People in Florida don't really see guns so much as a weapon, but like a tool with which to dispose of or threaten anything they dislike. Some people attribute the weird Florida behavior to the weather, which, you know, fair enough. It is straight up tropical weather, the sunshine state, and it is hot and it is humid all year round. I've been there a few times in my life, and while the sunshine and beaches were beautiful, they are, it is beautiful out there. Mm. Um, yeah, I went to uh, St. Petersburg when we lived there, uh, it was very close to Clearwater Beach. Not that it's moved, that sentence didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but St. Petersburg is quite close to Clearwater Beach, and yeah. I did go to Clearwater Beach, and I think it changed the way that I thought about the ocean for the rest of my life. The beaches there are gorgeous i had a beautiful like fucking flipper moment when i was on a speedboat and a dolphin jumped over the boat and i reached up my hand and touched its belly it was majestic oh i just remember being in the water and literally being able to see my toes and see all the fish flights like swimming around Blech. oh melanie makes a face i thought it was cool you know me and fish i, I all right, don't fair. Like fish they scare me i stepped on one ew oh no i didn't really i just knew that would freak her out Oh, collect myself. <laughs> How big was it? No, I was lying. I just wanted to freak you out. Oh, good. Okay. <sighs> big one. <laughs> it was giant. Okay, so Florida basically was it was it felt like a rainforest if you just peeled away the canopy. Weather like this just doesn't occur anywhere else in the U.S. Hot, humid, and with the highest rainfall percentage in the whole of the country. So while it's still super shiny, you also have this like almost Seattle-type gloom with this really consistent rainfall. Um, almost everyone I've ever met who lived there regales this phrase or something like it. With 150% humidity at 100 degrees, you lose your damn mind. Mm. Anything starts to sound like a good idea. Logical, reasonable thought just seems to melt away. And so, like I mentioned before, they also have gators, pythons, and all manner of beating because the weather is perfect for them. Um... All men are biting, blood-sucking, and or nightmare-inducing insects. Like, them, you have the mosquitoes, you have cicadas, you have giant Hornets. biting ants. Huh? Hornets. Hornets, yeah. It's gross. It's just gross out there. Florida is also crammed full of people. It ranks as, ranks as the third most populated state in the country. I didn't roughly, know that. Roughly 20 million people. And on top of that, has anywhere between 80 and 100,000 tourists throughout the year. Florida is big, but it ain't that big. Mm. <clears throat> so if it weren't already feeling super hot and crammed full of assholes anyway, here comes the tourists. And let's not forget to mention drugs. We all know that pretty much every Florida man's story involves someone high as fuck. So it's fair to assume that Florida must be a hotbed of drugs. A den of horrors with bath salts, flaca, meth, and death. 
truth is, Florida isn't even in the top worst states for drug-related crimes. It's actually number 36 on the list of all of our 50 states as far as... Um, right, drug uh, convictions? Yeah, as far as worst, from worst uh, to best for drug addiction and drug crimes. We associate Florida as being a hotbed of American drug running, and we have for a long time, mainly because of Pablo Escobar, mm -hmm. the Cocaine Cowboys, and the Miami Drug Wars of the 70s and 80s. There's a lot of fascinating history in there, and I kind of went down a rabbit hole with it last night, and I had to stop myself and pull myself back. Um, but suffice it to say that most of what Florida, what made Florida the capital of uh, drugs in, in our country is no longer happening as it was. Yes, drugs are still being run through Florida, but nowhere near like the le legends of yesteryear. And while I hate to couple drug use with mental health, it is also important to mention that Florida is the second worst state in the country for mental health programs. The lowest and poorest spending on any mental health assistance is cup and coupled with that pathetic lump is also what is allotted for drug, re drug recovery programs. Mm -hmm. So now to the main point. Why is Florida man a thing? The biggest proponent of this phenomena is the public record law, or sunshine law, which basically means that pretty much anyone has access to not only arrest reports, but to photos, video, audio, or any other media about an arrest. There are some exceptions, but there's not many. Most states, if you ask for details on an arrest, the local police department will not give them willingly, whether they just don't want to or they don't want to um, you know, obstruct any kind of investigations. But Florida, for the most part, they're like, sure. There's even like a weed, there's like a list, a mailing list where they'll just like send you updates as they arrest people. Mm -hmm. Weird crimes are happening all over the country all the time, but it can be difficult to get the juicy details that make a story exciting. So here's Florida where people can smack each other with gators and can get their mug shots, know their names and listen to them screaming absurdities. Florida man exists, not so much because Florida is weirder than any other state. I mean, kind of, but not to the extent we like to pump it up to be but because we can see them with so much clarity. Boom. Okay. Mic Is this drop, where I, I come in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in the process of researching for this podcast, I thought I was going to be amused by all of the Florida man escapades. And I do like to think of it as one man that gets up to loads of shenanigans. But... The more I read, the more I realized that it wasn't that funny and that usually the headline was only the funny part, was the only yeah. funny part. So that's the whole thing as well about the Florida man uh, meme is that it's the headline. It's that attention grabbing, ridiculous, absurd headline. But then if you actually read the article, it kind of the reality of the situation might just simply be a domestic violence uh, yeah. incident or a drug addict uh, doing something um, a little bit peculiar because they're trying to get drugs or they're high. Uh, and it, the actual meat of the articles tended to leave you a little bit, well, tended to leave me a little bit sad. But the headlines themselves are fantastic. Uh, the, you mentioned one uh, that I had found because obviously I did like a quick search yesterday and I found those ones as well. But it's like things like this, like, a Florida man abducts scientist to make his dog immortal. Ooh, uh, yeah. That is a great title. Yeah, yeah, right? So that's great. But actually the whole, if you read the article is the guy's really sad because his only friend in the world is his dog and his dog's getting old and he doesn't want his dog to die and he yeah. thinks that scientists have the power to make somebody immortal 
so he kidnapped the first scientist he met to make like make his dog look forever. Yeah. It's actually really sad and sweet, but the headline is me- amazing. Uh, <laughs> there's like a Florida man worried about vampires burns down his house, please say. Well, if you read the article, I won't, but it, you basically get the, okay, so that's a great, like, oh my God, vampires, Florida man, blah. Yeah. He's a schizophrenic, okay? And let's yeah. go to the next one. Um, we still don't know where his pants are. Naked Florida man caught on surveillance eating ramen. Okay, this guy didn't even get any charges pressed against him because he was a friendly little homeless man who just broke into this uh, restaurant, walked around the restaurant naked, ate some ramen that he brought himself so he didn't steal anything. Mm. He also took everything out of their storage shed one by one and then put it all back in one by one. And he played bongos too, if I and recall. And he did play bongos, yeah. And he's harmless. It was They were looking for someone that had robbed them the next day when they yeah. came across this footage. Um, Florida man wouldn't flush. That's when the police got involved. That one was a really, really sad one because it's basically like this guy is a um, a repeat offender. He frequently spits on people. Uh, he's constantly being arrested. And for some reason wouldn't flush his, his turd. He was just being a basic douchebag um this one that says what is it oh this is a florida woman that got turned into a florida man so that people would get it when they search florida man so the actual antagonist of this story is a woman Mm. but i'll tell i'll read you the uh headline so you can see how clever they are how a seance and a football game led to a florida man getting kicked in the groin cops say oh yeah, so they've turned it so that they can use Florida man instead of saying a Florida woman kicks a man in the groin following a seance. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but what happened to the football game and the seance? I want to know. Oh, well, essentially it's a domestic violence dispute. Yeah, and it's actually really sad. So there's like multiple people involved. One woman, she is an alcoholic. She drinks too much. She starts to get aggravated and violent um they try to sort of separate her from the husband that's there um he just wanted to watch the football she had had a seance earlier in the night there wasn't even at the same time she wasn't like trying to have a seance while he watched football he ha- she had a seance and then he wanted to watch the football yeah so the, the headline is completely misconstrued anyway because the two events occurred separately oh what a, what a shitty way to write a story yeah um, it's really really bad journalism and that comes to my point that i read i found an article um from the columbia journalism review Mm -hmm. which is called who is florida man and it's by bob norman i suggest that you guys go and seek it out i read articles last week i'm not going to do it again but essentially this article kind of brings you to uh the same conclusion that I did, which is that most Florida men's stories are actually really sad uh, occurrences of some kind of mental health issues, some kind of drug addiction, something to do with the homeless, um, things that are bl- completely blatantly blown out of proportion because there's one aspect of the story that might be bizarre. And the example that they use in this article is one called uh, this particular Florida man, which might have been... One of the more famous ones in 2014, drunk shirtless Florida man arrested after shoveling spaghetti in his mouth at Olive Garden. Ooh, yeah. Right. So that's a great Florida man headline because it seems like 
what the heck? This Liz, he's drunk, he's shoveling spaghetti in his mouth in his olive garden. Ha ha ha. We the visual laugh. is hilarious. Exactly. And like when it made it onto the TV, they were sort of making uh, making light of it. Like uh, quotes from some of the anchors are like, to be fair, we'd be pretty upset too if we were forced to leave Olive Garden without getting a chance to house some unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> and I don't understand how anyone can be upset at Olive Garden with that bottomless salad they have. <laughs> or, or like, uh, oh yes, the response to that is like, exactly. <laughs> and then someone goes, yeah. breadsticks. So everyone's just making it. <laughs> breadsticks. It's ridiculous. Everybody makes fun of it. But if you actually knew the story, the guy was struggling with various addictions. He was an alcoholic. He'd been in and out of jail. He had two children by two different women. He was a very, very nice person, but had a lot of problems. He was hungry and he was begging outside the Olive Garden for money for food. Yeah. Someone had uh called the cops on him because he was begging outside the olive garden and becoming aggressive because they asked him to move on and some nice person from the olive garden gave him their food yeah gave him their leftovers so he was calm sat, sitting outside the olive garden but he didn't have a fork so he yeah. was eating it with his hands he was hungry yeah when he got arrested when the police finally got there and they arrested him he was so sort of sort of out of it that he smashed his head into the cage inside the back of the police you know like the, the caging inside yeah, the back yeah. of the police car so that's why his mugshot comes up and his mugshot he look they call him the the florida jesus because okay. he looks he's very like jesus like the western white jesus but he's got like blood on his forehead and it's basically the mugshot of a person that is I mean, you look at it, and I wouldn't be able to make fun of it. Even before yeah. I knew the story, I looked at it, and I thought, oh, God, that man is sad. He looks yeah. sad. And the sort of knee-jerk reaction for people was to sort of make fun of it. And But, but this this article kind of was a little bit of a, uh, uh, what do you call it, like an echo chamber of my own thoughts. So yeah. I'd already kind of come to these conclusions before I read this article. It was just nice to see that journalists were... Um, agreeing with you agreeing with me yes it's bad journalism because all it does is takes one aspect of a story and sensationalizes it yeah the press are meant to act as gatekeepers between events and news so yeah. they're supposed to sort of responsibly report things that are of the public interest these things are not of the public interest they ruin lives this guy has uh has gone back to jail since and because he became famous because of this Florida man meme, his daughter has now seen these things yeah. on the internet of her dad that she didn't know about before because her mom, being nice and being a caring mother, wasn't talking shit about her dad yeah. and telling her, like, oh, your dad's a worthless piece of shit. She just was saying he's got issues and that's why he's not in your life. But she's gone on the internet at, like, 12 or something and seen these memes with her dad because it had his name on and everything yeah so we're talking about innocent people now being deranged so the, uh this article the, the thing i want to kind of bring up is that um good journalists would check to see if the baker act is involved now the baker act is a florida law that allows authorities to admit people for psychological evaluation against their will and if the person is homeless usually they won't pursue Sorry, journalists won't report it either. 
because uh, they're a vulnerable part of society. But if they yeah. ever, if a, a responsible journalist, if they see that the Baker Act is involved, they shouldn't report it because that person's been basically they've been sectioned. Yeah. It's always good to take these stories with a little bit of humility and understanding about, you know, and empathy towards people. It is, I called it poverty porn, which is kind of a a term that that gets used over here as well for people that, uh, sorry, for the practice of watching people that you deem below yourself. Yeah. uh, Making foolish decisions and doing foolish things. There's television programs in the UK that exploit people that are on benefits. So mm. it's like they'll go to estates and things like that with people that are very poor and on benefits and uh, don't work and are relatively uneducated and things like that. It's basically like bear baiting in, from the Victorian era, but, but but basically they film them in order to be made fun of. Yeah. And it is kind of a grotesque practice. Yeah, it's, it's like, like taping a, it's like recording hobo fights and shit like that. Exactly, you know? exactly. So Florida Man is just like a really superficial sort of uh, really easy way of doing that. Cheap, in, in fact, it doesn't cost anything. All you need to do is find a story that involves a guy from Florida and one absurd thing that that is that takes it to be able to become a what would you call it like sort of like a clickbaity headline yeah and as long as people click it it doesn't matter if they read the whole article either Once no, and click, most people don't no they'll get they'll probably click if they click the headline they'll click the headline to see the mugshot and they'll look at the mugshot and then they'll move on and they literally don't read any further yeah if the mugshot's already on the link usually there's a video to keep you on the mm-hmm. page or they might read the first paragraph and that's it just to find out what part of florida or whatever one of those stories was actually in st petersburg funnily enough i can't remember which one it was um i think it was the bongos guy the naked bongo <laughs> guy. i think that was st petersburg yeah and I was, oh, at least the nice ones from st petersburg because that's where i was <laughs> uh, but I got sad. Melanie knows I got sad. I got so sad I went and took a nap because I yeah. didn't want to be awake anymore. Um, I, I took a sad nap. nap. I took a sad nap, I did. But that said, I do appreciate that it's human nature to kind of do these sort of things. I don't know, just to kind of make yourself feel a little better. I don't know how it I don't know the psychology behind it. I don't know. Don't I'm not judging anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean I I've gone through um people of Walmart and laugh. Yeah, yeah. Um I you know that's a infamous website it's, for those it's of you one of those don't... things where it's like if you can just just taste at something that is so bizarre and so far from what you'd want to do or that you'd even be doing, even think of doing, um, and it can even for just a fleeting moment be hilarious, then Mm -hmm. we'll take it. I think my thing, I literally just worked it out right now. I've had like an epiphany. epiphany. I think the reason why I can't disassociate my empathy from these stories is because satire used to be satire. Yes. so things used to be ridiculous. You could have satire that was ridiculous and you could laugh at it because it was so absurd. And if we still lived in that world, I would probably find Florida Man funny because mm-hmm. those are real and it's funny because it's absurd. 
But because we live in this society now where satire is actually incredibly difficult because reality is actually absurd. Yeah. It's really hard for me to disassociate because essentially I'm just reading another news article. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This this is just another poli- political speech at this point because yep. it's on the same friggin' pages. Yep. Yep. And it's just it, there's no difference between reading uh, an article like that that's full of I don't know if you noticed this but full of grammatical and spelling errors and terrible oh, yeah. terrible yeah. like sentence structure and everything like that. But <laughs> um, oh God, some of them were awful. But there's no, there's like very little difference between reading that and then like a clickbait lefty or right wing political propaganda article but yeah you know it's just what's more damaging i suppose at the end of the day i think all of it's pretty damaging i feel sorry for every single one of these people i can't help it fair enough there are some i like the ones where nobody really gets hurt yeah cuz then then i don't feel bad I mean, there's the mad one of the guy throwing the gator in the Wendy's drive-thru. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> that yeah. is funny. Do you have yeah. the headline for that one? Oh, I don't, but I can pull it up real quick. There it is. Assault with deadly weapon. Florida man charged with throwing alligator into Wendy's. Yeah, that was a lazy one. Uh, and I heard it's a Florida man arrested for tossing alligator into Wendy's drive-in. Yeah, but I mean, there's also, uh, and again, yeah, I mean, a lot of them are their domestic abuse um, cases, like this one man and this woman who got into an argument, and the man grabbed a three foot long alligator from the bathtub and slapped her with it. There's a lot of questions there. Fifty percent of me really wants to laugh at that, though. You know, like it's terrible. Why is there an alligator in that Why house? Why is there an alligator What's in the bathtub? <laughs> What's wrong with you people? You obviously don't want to hit this. this, Hitting this woman is bad enough. Hitting her with the gator is, like, really potentially deadly. But the fact that that was even an option in his brain is really funny to me. Yeah, I've also very rarely had an argument in the bathroom in the presence of a gator. Yeah, yeah. Did he go to the bathroom and grab the gator, came out of the bathroom with the gator, and then slapped her with it? Yeah, they, were, they were in the kitchen and then he went into the bathroom and was like, you know, bitch! Went alligator. to the bathroom to take a wee, noticed the gator and thought, do you know what? I'm going to hit her with that gator. <laughs> I, was, I read one a while ago where um, someone got hit with a hamburger. So it's a very similar story. Oh, yeah. yeah, where she got hit with the hamburger. He hit her with the hamburger. And so that she could prove it, she left the burger bits on herself until the police got there. So that they could see. So she'd be like, look. And there's like all the ketchup and the lettuce and all the beef burger on her. (laughs) So she left. And I remember a joke about like, that was a waste of a perfectly good burger, but it's like she said it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But one one of my favorites that I came across last night was um, Florida poachers caught snoozing in Mini Cooper full of dead deer. So... Not technically Florida man, but what's great about this is it read so much like a Darwin Award. Nobody died, except for the deer, obviously. Mm. Um, But they're poachers. It's not hunting season. They go and they kill these three deer, and they put them in the back of their mini coop. 
I mean, that's, first of all, the first absurd thing is that three deer fit in the back of a Mini Cooper. Yeah, I think he maybe had one on top or something. I, they, there wasn't a whole lot of details. There was just a picture of the Mini Cooper. They'd removed all but one of the deer. There was one deer left in the trunk. Um, and it fit quite well, truthfully. But apparently they saw a fourth deer and tried to run over it with their Mini Cooper. And they did. And then their car got stuck on top of the deer. The, all this happened next to this person's home. This person, they heard gunshots. They called the police. The next morning, just like one block away, they find the mini coop lodged over a deer with three dead deer inside and four poachers just stoned and passed out inside of it. Wait, there were four poachers? Four poachers. So I was just thinking at least they have the back seat for a couple dead deer. What the hell? No, four dudes <laughs> in a fogged up mini coop with three dead deer stuck on top of a deer. Um, just, like, a block away from the scene of the crime. They couldn't even just, like, leave the car. They could have removed the deer and probably just collectively lifted the car off the fucking deer. But no, they did not. That felt like a really good Florida man story to me. That's okay to laugh at because there's no, like, human tragedy with that. I feel sorry for the deer, but there's no human tragedy. Exactly. So that's my favorite kind of Florida man story where it's just, like, yeah, it's like Darwin Award stupid. Yeah, so, but except they didn't die. So yeah. Florida man jumps off pier because he believes he's Superman. It's fine as long as he was not on drugs or uh, mentally ill and that he was just being an idiot. <laughs> well, he could be on drugs as long as he didn't die. If he didn't die, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with chuckling at it. Well, what, what, but, the, but is there a line between being on drugs and being a drug addict? Well, I mean, you're What's, not going to really get those details so much. It's like, he was on lots of heroin. Or well, yeah, but that. you might find that they say that he has a history of drug use, has been arrested multiple times for uh, yeah. drunk disorderly, da-da-da. You can tell this person is not quite with it. I don't know, maybe I've got too much empathy. Maybe I need to start being a little bit like, bit more like, take responsibility for your actions. Well, see, and that's, that's like the fine line I've had to ride with my life just knowing so many people who have drug addiction Mm -hmm. uh problems and and things like that it's just like my sympathies my sympathies run deep with it they absolutely Mm. do but they also only run so deep Mm. um and after a certain point if you end up um masturbating into a chicken in the middle of the street i don't feel bad for you i just think you're an asshole and an idiot and uh, welcome to your life now fix it or or don't i i can only care so much mm. but that's that's just because in my own life i've had to harden myself because i just i had to i think that in my actual life i give people a very uh measured leash like i know about how much i'm gonna give them before yeah. i say uh no enough is enough in my real life for some reason, though, it's almost like a knee-jerk reaction, sort of opposite to other people. When I read certain kinds of articles or I hear certain type of news or when people are talking about this, I always kind of default to, oh, I feel really bad for them. I feel really bad for them. But at the same time, I can laugh at Darwin Award stories and I can yeah. laugh at Florida Man stories. It's really hard to live in the gray area i do not know how to explain it no 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 i, I, just I understand know. 
Yeah, I, I just think... know when an oracle makes me feel sad, and I just know when an oracle just makes me laugh. Yeah, I, I think there's there's a difference in in yeah understanding the context. Like with the the spaghetti guy, I mean that's that's sad. That's a sad story. Whereas yeah, these I have one uh, Florida couple spent days in unlocked closet, thought that they were trapped. They were just really <laughs> high. <laughs> I don't feel bad okay. for them. Yeah, I know that one's funny. No one's hurt. I think that's like the the thing. Like nobody's hurt there. They're just like, oh, whoopsie. <laughs> they called the police from inside the closet to help After get them days. out of it. Huh? After two days. After two days. <laughs> they found poop in the closet. <laughs> they found drug paraphernalia, but no drugs. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they called the police to help get them out of the closet and the police showed up and they're like, dude, you could have opened the door at any time. So that was wow. funny to me. Yeah. And I don't feel, don't feel bad about that at all. No, because there's no need, there's no like nobody having a freaking complete breakdown. Uh, I just hope that they didn't gain, you know, too much trouble i suppose see i always go there i go oh i hope they didn't get in trouble but they've done drugs and it's illegal they were trespassing in order to do drugs so they deserve to get in trouble oh they were trespassing okay I missed yeah that. yeah so if they get in trouble that's on them yeah choices yeah um, another one i really liked was lawmaker files bill to repeal state ban on dwarf tossing in bars what a douchebag yeah real piece of shit but really kind of like perfect florida thing except that they haven't used the tag florida man they haven't used the tag florida man and there there are some on my list that aren't specifically florida man but are just such perfect florida man stories Mm. to me there was like a uh uh what was it before Florida Man became a thing because Florida Man was a Twitter account that started the whole thing off uh, or was it Reddit, Reddit um, it may have been Reddit um... and Tumblr. Reddit and Tumblr had Florida Man pages the one on Reddit was called like Florida Man and the one on Tumblr was called like something the man on the toilet or something like that I can't remember what it was called and then it became a Twitter and then that's when it like got massive but before it was Florida Man itself, it was just Florida mm-hmm. because Florida does have weird shit constantly happening. And I'm trying to remember what the story was that initiated. Oh, it was because uh, of the shambles of the 2000 election. Yeah. The spotlight was on Florida and all the freaking weird ass people they would interview in Florida. And then it was found out that two two or three of the um individuals responsible for the world trade center um terrorist attack mm-hmm. were trained in florida so again oh, yes. florida was on like hi- like highlighted so and ted in- bundy ted bundy in florida you well, had no, Nixon. About and like 2000 2001 when all of a sudden florida became like this uh uh, this hotbed for these weird stories yeah so and i think that's around the same time that the legislation was was put in place for the uh, uh freedom of information 
was probably like within a few years of that. So then people could start picking up on all of these stories and making it into a thing. But it wasn't until about 2000 and was it 2014, 2012, that it was absolutely massive. But um, yeah, it started out as a thing (laughs) because during the 2000 elections, I should probably clarify for my people over this side of the pond. Um, if you don't know what happened during the 2000 elections, basically um, George Bush versus Al Gore, it was so close that they had a recount in Florida. There was um, shenanigans and <laughs> Bush. A hot mess. It was a hot mess. And Bush got declared the winner. But funnily enough, his brother, Jeb, was the governor of Florida at the time. And there was a whole bunch of missing ballots when they went to do the recount. And there was like a thing about um, when you punched, like you punched through the um, yeah the ballot. The ballot. It, if it didn't go all the way through, they weren't counting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that wasn't a rule stipulated before the election. Like, that was just something they came up with while they were doing the recount. I'm trying to remember what it was called. But, yeah, but basically it was a shit show. Yeah. And Al Gore definitely won the 2000 election. Um, yeah. He won the popular vote and he won the electoral vote. But, unfortunately, because of the recount in Florida, they uh, Bush got enough electoral votes to become president. Um. How different the world would have been right? <laughs> if Al Gore had been president. But anyway, let's not dwell on what things could have been. <laughs> but uh, let's just say that Al Gore is, is a much, was a, was a better person than George yeah. Bush. But in comparison, George Bush is an angel compared to who you have now. But anyway, yeah, that was when Florida became, I think, well, I the, think yeah, the, the public eye. Like the public eye was like Florida because they were doing those man in the street or um freaking interviews. Yeah. Oh my god. What do you think about this whole thing? Nobody cares what they really think. They just want them to be crazy. Yeah, they just want them to be weird. I mean, Florida during the last hurricane was hysterical. I gotta give them so many props because they were fucking hysterical. Okay, I didn't they, get this. They huge had hurricane. like hilarious signs on their houses like they were just really having fun with it huh embracing the weird they were embracing the weird and they were they were excellent and i was i just remember watching it going i'm so worried for you guys and i'm like we're not worried this is this is our life and they were just fucking they were having so much fun with it i'm sure there were a lot of people terrified and really serious about it but there were a lot of people just having fun with it, and I really, really appreciated that. <laughs> was it Florida where they had the guys that were in full Viking regalia going down a, a canoe in front of their house? Like not That a wouldn't canoe, like surprise a, me. I'm sure I've seen where there was flooding, and so those like five massive brute men, like with big beards in full Viking regalia, rowing down a street. <laughs> and then someone like walks past them because it's only like a foot deep or something yeah. that might have even have been here to be honest because it floods yeah. so much here as well i love shit like that i love it when people just go everything's shit oh well just oh have, well i have a just have fun with it yeah <laughs> but what do you, did you get to mention your favorite florida story florida man story there's there's a lot um another one i really liked was uh one of the older ones that I had a hard time. So I had a hard time finding the actual history of this event, but I was able to find really old articles, like articles written in 
1858. Oh, my God. Going historical Florida, man. Yeah. So basically, it was a, the mayor of Cedar Key, Billy Cottrell, William Cottrell, was basically just a drunk, was a gnarly ass drunk. And I don't know if he made himself mayor <laughs> or what. But he was he was vicious. He was shooting people, killing people, and he declared himself like he was a tyrant, and he ran Cedar Key like a like a fucking dictator. And the U.S. forces had to come in with a single naval ship to depose him. Um, and the the uh, news article was oh, it something like Florida man declares himself mayor and goes to war with America. <laughs> Florida man terrorizes town, forcing federal government to step in. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's a big scandal. Oh, where, when was that? Because it was like a small town of like 200 people. <laughs> and it was just this one woman who sent sent the president a, me- a letter saying, he keeps shooting people. Can you please stop him? It was It was really good. And it's really I, I, mad that he was able to be in charge, then no one stopped him. Because he kept shooting people. Anybody who tried to take his title away, he would shoot and kill. But how? But this surely, it's so ridiculous. I want to know more. It's so ridiculous. It's like that whole thing about if you wear a high-vis jacket and do something with enough confidence, people will just let you get on with it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. What did he do to get to the point where he was like, right, I'm your I'm your king now. I'm your yeah, exactly. I am your leader now. This is this is uh, the way it is. Um, yeah, eighteen in the spring of 1890, the U- United States government sent a heavily armed vessel to dislodge a despot. Under his rule, citizens lived in fear of capricious acts of violence. He inflicted retribution on all who dared oppose him and many who had not even tried. President Benjamin Harrison defended the military intervention of Congress, Congress, saying it was justified and in the interest of the nation. Now, I can't find a whole, like I said, I couldn't find a whole lot of information about him specifically, and I really, really wanted to, but I found printed, like, scanned in news articles from the late 1800s written about this guy and this whole thing happening. Can you send me what you found so far? I will. And I'll see if I can get, because I can get past paywalls. Yeah. You can't get past I don't know if I might be able to get past American ones, but sometimes the university has paid for um, things that are like journals and stuff in the States that might cover it. So send me what you've got and I'll see oh. if, I can, if, I can, if I can find anything more that's behind paywalls. Uh, I doubt it, but it's worth a try. If we do find more information, we'll do a minisode on it. Yeah, because it was, it was really, like, what? Because I really wanted to just find, like, the oldest Florida man story. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are joking, like, Ponce de Leon, you know, like, making, they're not real Florida man stories. This is a real fucking Florida man story. And uh, taking it back to the 1800s, I feel good about that. I feel yeah. like I've, I did my job. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. Also, telling about me is that, I is the formula tragedy plus time equals comedy is exactly mm-hmm. right for me maybe the reason i can't find florida man stories funny so much is because it's happening now and that person's still living with those consequences whereas yeah. if it was a, even 10 to 20 years ago 
and I know that there's a happy ending maybe, that they, they're fine now kind of thing, I can laugh at it. I'll be able to see the absurdity. I think it's that not knowing whether or not that person is okay. Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. Yeah, I think that's probably it. But, oh my God, a hundred-year-old crazy man with a gun, like, <laughs> holding a whole power <laughs> That shit should be a movie. Yeah, right? <laughs> There's also another older one, and it's not technically a Florida man because it doesn't have that Florida man headline. But apparently, almost every Floridian will tell you the tale of Count Carl von Kossel. Okay. His actual name is Carl Tanzler. He was a German-born radiology technologist at the Moraine Hospital Service in Key West, Florida. He developed an obsession for a young Cuban-American tuberculosis patient, Helen Milagro de Hoyos. Oh, but she looks um, so sexy with her dark, like, ill eyes and pale mm-hmm. skin and phlegm and blood. So he fell <laughs> in love with her. She died. Um, two years after her death, Tansler removed her body from its tomb and lived with the corpse at his home for seven years. Oh, yes! I remember this when I was looking mummies up! Yeah. Until his sister, until her sister, um, until her sister found out. Then he was put on trial for grave robbing, but he was exonerated, not because he was innocent, but because the statute of limitations had expired. Yeah, I remember this. He he had her fully dressed in, like, a really nice black dress, doesn't he? There's pictures of it. Yeah. Yeah, and he's put wax on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really creepy. Yeah, I remember that when I was looking up mummies, and I think I put it on a list of, we must talk about this. It's fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But also really insane. quite romantic. <laughs> but kind of sweet in its own weird way. He was so in love with her that he dug her up and covered her body in wax and dressed her. And... Yeah. Yeah, freaky. I think you lost <laughs> it a bit. Um, and then there's uh, recently we have the Senate, uh, the senator, or not so much senator. He was an aspiring libertarian senator of Florida, who admitted to drinking goat's blood. Vague recollection of that. Yeah, he's a piece of shit, is what it is. Um, hold on, we get his name because he's a goddamn evil garbage person. Um, Augustus Sol Invictus admits he sacrificed a goat as part of a pagan ritual, but it was not sadistic. Um, he did the drink, drink the blood, and when asked what it tasted like, he said, fame. Fuck him. Piece of shit. He is also a part of a whole bunch of right-wing Nazi groups. He just groups. sounds like a definition of a douchebag. Who says something so absurd, like ridiculously stupid? What did the goat's blood taste like, douchebag? Fame. Fame. Fuck you. It's like the cheesy character in a film that you just want to die first when you're watching a slasher movie. Yeah, he was at the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, where the the woman was killed by the uh, the guy driving his car into the yeah into the people. Um, candidate for the Libertarian Party. He did not win, thank God. Yeah, he's just, he's an alt-right piece of shit. So I do want to bring up uh, two more. Oh, Florida man hid legless fugitive girlfriend in plastic tote. That was one I liked. See, okay, that's another example. Okay, first of all, ha, that's funny. Second of all, 
that's another example of them twisting the story to make it about the man and not about the woman. Because really it should be Florida woman hides in tote by removing her limbs. You know well, what I mean? Actually, she was a criminal. She was already a fugitive that in a previous interaction had her legs shot off by the police or had her have her legs amputated because of having been shot in the legs by the police. And when they finally tracked her down, they saw through the window of the home, they watched him as he put her into a tote. So when they knocked on the door, he's like, there, she's not here. And they just went to the tote and opened the lid and they're like, she's right here. You psychopath. It was, uh, it was amusing to me. It, there's a lot about that story that's odd. Mm-hmm. But I stand by my statement that it's another example of the, the headline should have been the woman, not oh, the absolutely. man. And the and the the man became the headline because of the tag. Literally just tag it, Florida man, and you're guaranteed to get clicks. That's why it's shitty journalism. Well, yeah, I mean they tagged they tag it with Florida man, but the only reason I was interested in it was because of legless fugitive girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, everything about that story is is fantastic. <laughs> um, again, I can laugh at that one because it seems less sad. Yeah. It's just dumb people being dumb. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That I can approve of. Yeah, and she would have got a Darwin award had she suffocated in the tote. Absolutely. Which was and my I, first thought. And again, <laughs> probably wouldn't feel too bad about it. Fugitive female Florida woman suffocates in tote hiding from the police. But then you'd have to get legless in there. Yeah, you got to get legless in there. That's that's legless limb. I like the fugitive angle. It's good. Yeah, it's the legless part though. That's that's the best thing because that's what makes it. Yeah. So you need that one absurd point. The one Mm -hmm. absurd point is the fact that she's um, hiding in a tote. Yeah. And that's actually, if you think about it, two absurd things because obviously the tote counts as yeah. its own absurd thing and the legless thing counts as its yeah. own. But maybe that's ableist. Maybe <laughs> being ableist. She lost her leg due to her own stupidity. This, is, this was not a deformity that she, uh, uh, you know, didn't earn. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, one, one more. All right, my favorite, my favorite headline that I read all night Florida men, one dressed in bull costume, accused of trying to burn down house with ragu sauce. What? <laughs> Basically, this these two guys went to an ex-boyfriend's house and they were angry about it. So they left a pot of spaghetti sauce on the stove with a towel next to it hoping to make it look like he accidentally burned his own house down um, while trying to make spaghetti sauce at two in the morning. And one of them was in a bull costume for some reason. Because Florida. I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, Ragu gets a free shout out, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Fuck Go Ragu. That. Boston, Florida. Ragu, man. <laughs> but I mean, and then there, there are ones that are, there are sad. The, the stories themselves are sad, but again, the headlines are great. Like Florida man says dolphins seduced him into having sex for a year. That story, 
terrible. This man had sex with a dolphin for a year. Oh. That's fucking terrible. That headline, though, just like a work of art. Um, Florida man arrested for... What? I was going to say, and that's where that skill ends. Once they've got the um, headline, they don't bother with the rest. Well, and that's the thing is, like, the story's worth knowing because it's fucked up. But when you add a comical headline to it, it takes it so far away from the feeling that we should be feeling, which is this sick fuck is fucking a dolphin sneaking into a water park to have sex with a dolphin for over a year and blames the dolphin. He's not okay. And it's just like, yeah. I feel like I've listened to another podcast that's talked about that story. Possibly. No, it was because we talked about uh, the, the guy. No, I the think orca. I'm just going to go with the orca guy. Yeah. Tilikum. Um, or another one. Florida man arrested for slapping employees with a bearded dragon. <laughs> oh, the poor dragon. That poor dragon. <laughs> it's terrible. But. Wow. <laughs> uh, why did I only find the, the depressing ones and you found the fun ones? I must have gone down the wrong route. Because I very specifically was trying to avoid ones that were depressing. Like, there's so many Florida man arrested for uh, child porn smuggling. Yeah. Florida man arrested for, you know, raping three-year-old Human baby. Trafficking, yeah. Terrible, terrible shit. So I, I really wanted to pick the ones that could make me laugh or, or were just like, what? Yeah. I do want to say, though, that I think that the journalists that make these stories really need to take an assessment of what they consider newsworthy and what's not. For example, the the guy with the spaghetti, I think the article um, that I read made a very good case for this being a perfect example of one of the stories that should never have made it uh, into the public sphere because he was, you know, he didn't deserve that. He didn't deserve the reputation that he has now from that um the article was very specific to not name him and mm-hmm. you to name him but they did use his mugshot which yeah. i thought was like oh that's a little bit of a toss-up but they didn't name him that's fair enough i just think there are certain criteria which the journalists themselves should probably have like a little tick list of things that they need to, to go through before they sensationalize somebody's story yeah. um if there are two idiots that are involved in doing something stupid along the lines of, you know, hiding in a tote box or whatever, like I don't really care about their reputation or whatever, but, and in that said, because that's so small fry, mm-hmm. um, but I just think they, that they need to have some kind of integrity when they're doing what they're doing. Isn't that what they're supposed to do as journalists anyway? Not everything is of the public interest just because it's interesting. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, there's a lot of also fake ones, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was two or three where I couldn't verify anything because there were no links to anything else. Yeah. But you're the only one I found with this headline. And whenever I search this headline, all I find is this article and other people linking to this article. I can't find anything that solidifies this. So it makes you think, I think this one's made up. Uh, there's a lot of Satanist ones oh, like yeah. that that, that yeah. brought that brought in things about Satan, which is how I found the one about the seance. But that one was that was actually in the Miami Herald, I think. One that I I really wanted to believe for the longest time, I found out was fake, and it kind of made me sad. Florida couple arrested for selling golden tickets to heaven. It's not true. 
I wanted it to be true so bad. Oh, are you sure? Because I think true. I made it over here that they were exploiting vulnerable people by selling them tickets. It's totally not true. Oh my god, it's a fake news. Oh yeah. god, I can't believe I used that term. It's fake news. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that out because I don't want anyone to think that I would knowingly. Danielle said fake news. <sighs> I'm gonna look that up. That's really shocking to me because I genuinely I I got suckered into that when I thought that people were exploiting vulnerable people by selling them these tickets and that that it was real. Oh man, I'm glad. Yeah, no, I'm glad too. But I was like, damn it, that was a good one. And that was one of those ones that I didn't even need to like know where it came from. I was just like, oh yeah, weren't those like a Florida couple that sold tickets to heaven for a hundred bucks a pop? I didn't even think it was Florida. I thought that that was here in the UK. Well, maybe you guys did it too. But <laughs> it's possibly one of those, um, you know, sort of collective mismemories. Yeah. Where everyone thinks it's from their neck of the woods or something, but actually it's just been felt fake the whole time. Yeah. I love that. Interesting. Interesting. I think we've covered it, though. Yeah. I think I think Florida's been well covered today. Yeah. And I can tell you guys from living in Texas, Florida, and California that they're all equally fucking crazy people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if there were a California man tag, there'd be some great stories there as well. Yeah, just Californian. You know. California. California man. California woman. But nobody would be surprised because it's just sort of well known that California is just full of weirdos. Yeah. And, you know, I just, it's just how things are framed and spun. Yeah. Yeah. But there ain't no more weird people in Florida than there are anywhere else. No, they're really not. You know, I, I also wanted to bring up stories from other states, but I got kind of like, I really went down a wormhole with the Miami drug war. <laughs> it took like a solid hour of my focus because I was a little stoned and I was just all like, oh, man, I want to know so much. Shit, I forgot about all the Florida men stuff. Damn it. I was going to look at a phenomenon in the UK of local news headlines mm. to counter all of these Florida man headlines because I wanted to prove that, like, like, there's just crazy people everywhere doing crazy things all over the place. But I went to bed instead because I got yeah. sad. Um, well, you have, you, I mean, you send me those weird-ass magazines. That's proof enough. Yeah, I send Melanie every so often uh, Take a Break and Chat magazines. Um, <laughs> Which are just magazines about terrible people doing terrible things, but framed they in are... such a family-friendly way. They are the worst things on the planet. I am so embarrassed every time I buy them for you. It's not even funny. <laughs> but I always think she'll appreciate this so much. I'm going to have to do it. Sometimes, you know, I bought some and then never sent them to you. And I feel like, I like and, or I've given them to my mom or something like that instead. But yeah, no, I need to start sending them more often. But uh, yeah, they are, they are the worst things in the world. There was one the other day that I looked at. It was like um, a spiritualist special where Ooh. it was like all paranormal stuff. Ooh. Um, God, why didn't I buy it in the end? I had no. a really good reason to not buy it. I think Ghost that there was some... my grandpa raped my dog. No, I think there was something Brexity about it. Uh, I can't remember. 
But there was something about it that I didn't buy it because I felt morally um, obligated not to. Yeah, I was really kind of like, Bleh. but next time I see, because there's other ones that do like paranormal specials and stuff. It was like, you know, their October special yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Maybe it was, oh, I don't remember. But yeah, it was all stuff like, like I've, I was raped by a ghost. I was, um, no, so it's not just like sex with a ghost, it's rape with a ghost. And yeah. and all these sort of things like, um, I used, oh God, I don't want to get into it, but the, all Grandfather the smiling cut off my feet and made me eat them. Yeah. It's like all really just, awful. All really, really awful things. And then smiley, happy faces of people um it's called like chat and take a break and it's all pink and frilly and colored oh my god they they literally make me feel nauseous but no (laughs) i was the the local local news headline thing is there's always some ridiculous thing going on um in local newspapers honestly there's like stories like um couple appalled when they couldn't have a hot sausage roll at 11 o'clock or something like that and they make it into the the news and the, honestly it's so ridiculous that one's true by the way i just couldn't remember the actual headline i remember the story was a total non-story where it was um between certain times there's a very well-known bakery chain here yeah um but after a certain point they turn off the heaters or something like that to keep them warm and they start to go cold and or it was no it was in the morning they wanted a they wanted a hot sausage roll like first thing in the morning and they weren't hot yet or something like that Mm -hmm. and somehow it made it into the fucking paper anyway there's all these stories go on to the point where i follow quite a few groups on facebook um that are like people spotting these no local news stories and i just thought that instead of a quote this week that i would give you one that has literally just come up um and i think it's from um i think it's literally from yesterday or at least it's from the last week yeah um do you want me to do it now or do you want me to do it after social media and everything let's do it okay so in lieu of a quote i believe it's an irish newspaper and i will tell you why well you'll it'll become obvious why in a minute (laughs) Drunk farmer pulled fake gun from boxer shorts after row at Father Ted Festival. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) The first paragraph goes, a farmer's moo-poo outing at Ted Fest descended into violence after a young farmer produced an imitation handgun from his boxer shorts in a confrontation with another man. I won't read you anymore. You can imagine what happens next. It's all I'm about the Ted Fest. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I love Father Ted, though. Well, so. Yeah, the whole idea of it is like an episode of Father Ted in yeah. of itself. Um, I could just imagine the the comments underneath the paper, or whatever, like like down with this sort of thing and steady now and <laughs> careful. <Yeah>. Drink. <laughs> But we have not not stuff like that. But oh my god, I just it's all in the headline. It's all it's an art, it's an art form. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there was a story in our local paper that made me laugh. It was uh, something like chimney almost fell over. Nice. <laughs> no, it's not a person. That's great. But it was like um, 
fear mounts as chimney almost falls over in high winds. Oh, that's and so I was sweet. Like, yeah, I know, but it's like, it hasn't fallen over, though, has it? <laughs> they're just, like, really, they're really watching it. They're really yeah. watching it. In fact, Updated. I that they lost put, a brick. But <laughs> it, they put, they, they somebody crawled up on the roof and put reinforcements on it and stopped it yeah. from being blown over. But it's like a typical example of a complete non-story. So someone's called the local paper and said, my chimney is almost fallen over. Mm-hmm. And the person on the other side of the phone has gone, almost, you say? I will be there. Yeah, let me get someone on it. <laughs> Mary, I need you to go cover that chimney that is perilously shifting. <laughs> yeah that's, that's awesome i love it when seagulls make it into the paper yeah because they they do make it into the paper a lot for stealing shit they are awful did i tell you that i got attacked by seagull the other day oh no yeah i was trying to eat a vegetarian sausage roll and it full-on <laughs> do not laugh it was terrifying it came the fuck out of nowhere and grabbed not only the sausage roll, but my fingers. Oh, God. And it was like this close to my face. People can't <laughs> see. Because if you think about you're eating a sausage roll, it's a fake sausage roll, by the way, because they do them here and they're delicious. Um, vegan sausage roll. And I was eating it. So I was eating it very close to my face, which is what you do. So it came and swooped. And, and all I knew was pain. <laughs> <laughs> and this like presence on my left shoulder and I can just sort of like get myself in that mind space again of going what and then looking and my sausage roll being gone and loads of people staring at me and seagull's ass flowing away flying away and the first thought was like I'm not even mad because that's what seagulls do Mm mm-hmm I'm really fucking impressed with the um the the goal of it. Yeah. The cheek. Well, it's like when when a seagull stole the sandwich out of my hand, that perfectly that perfect turkey sandwich I had, I was so excited about, and I had it coming to my mouth, and then a seagull swooped it, and man, I was ready to chase that fucker. I was so mad. I just wanted to give it a good kick because I loved that sandwich. I was. So... Ooh, I'm still mad about it. But it's terrifying, because it's just, like, so fast. And it was so close to my face. You guys don't understand this. I was literally feeding the sausage roll into my mouth. Mm -hmm. And when you eat a sausage roll, because they're so flaky, you eat it in the bag. Mm. So you eat it sort of, like, over the bag as you shovel it into your face so that all of the crumbs don't go down the front of you. So it was literally an inch away from my fucking mouth. When it when it put its mouth around the sausage roll, around my fingers, which hurt, by the way. But it was really funny because there was some solidarity there. Because as it flew away and I and the shock was was setting in, a guy literally crossed the road to tell me that's just happened to me. The fuckers got nice, my nice. steak, got my steak and steak and onion slice, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm. <laughs> I'm now without a sausage roll. <laughs> it was my first bite as well. It was sad. It's okay yeah. though because I went to the place where they do two for a pound. Nice. So yeah, I had a that. second one, but the second one was meant to be for Turner. Ah. Well, yeah. 
you know, you can't can't blame you for eating that sausage roll. You got jacked. No, I texted him. I'm really sorry, but this sausage roll that was meant for you got eaten by a seagull. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that one was never mine. A bird stole your sausage roll. I'm sorry. Mine is safe. <laughs> Don't worry about mine. Concern yourself not. <laughs> so if you have any Florida man stories that you want to hear, we can regale them at a later date. If you have any that are particular favorites of yours, or if you just want to say, hey, stop being so serious about Florida, man, you freaking weirdos, please let us know on our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Zombie Fishbowl or Zombie Fishbowl Podcast. We're easy enough to find. Also, if you have any topics you want us to pick, which we still need to pick, um, oh, hit yeah. us up at our email, uh, zombiefishbowlpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to throw it into our topic picker. We'll also give you a shout out if we pick one that you have asked for. Yes. On that note, pick us a topic. Okay, so the next topic. Are you ready? Yep. Fairies. Yay! Fairies, fairies, fairies. Yes. I can't remember if anyone requested that, but it's spelt correctly. F-A-E-R-I-E-S. Fairies. Then that would have probably been me. (laughs) That is my own request. I think that it's a good one. It'll be a nice, happy one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that there's going to be much depressing news around fairies. Please don't. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) Depends on which fairies we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But next week is fairies. And also (laughs) next week we will have announced the winner of the competition. Yeah. So I think. (laughs) Or we may have already announced it by the time this episode comes out. We're not sure. We're not great with dates and no. time. Nope. And, and we're also soon we're going to give an announcement as to what we're doing over the Christmas break yeah. as well. So we have plans for Christmas. I think that we are going to be recording those plans next podcast. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in the fairies episode, we will also be announcing our December schedule, if you will. Yeah. So. Okay. Melanie. It's me, isn't it? I'm 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 calling us. I'm 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 signing us out. God, I'm so shit. Where's I Thank you for listening to Zombie <laughs> Fishbowl. <laughs> A podcast about random shit. I don't know why I said that. But this is the end of the podcast. We have no more words to say. The only words I have left to say are Melanie, don't panic. <sighs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not going to panic. Phineas is panicking, though. Bye. Bye.